Hi, this is Jim Trella. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I'm also an employee of General Motors. The opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the host and any guests, and not the opinions of General Motors. Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. How can you help hold yourself more accountable for following through with your acknowledgement and grateful leadership commitments? Well, the easiest way is to ask for help. Ask someone that you can count on to let you know when you are doing things right and when you might miss something. Someone you can trust to point you in the right direction. In many of the Grateful Leadership and Power of Acknowledgement sessions, we work with participants to try and keep the momentum going. The best way we've found is to do that by the use of partners. You can call them accountability partners or peer partners. In one place, their process is set up so each participant had to meet with their peer partner three times in a year. Once after a month, another after three months, and the last after six months. They were so committed that they required the participants to set up the first of the three meetings before they left the session. Now that is commitment. Another type of partnership is between two people committed to the cause through passion. For example, Judy Umless and I spend a lot of time discussing not only the podcast, but other grateful leadership topics too. Many times, these discussions turn into the topic for a future podcast. For example, this podcast came out of just such a conversation. Having a partner to help you on your grateful leadership journey helps make it stick. And the more of these people you have in an organization, the more the culture of the organization will turn to gratitude and acknowledgement. So there are two aspects to this, one personal and one organizational. The personal one is probably the most obvious. You and another person keep in touch, making sure the other has the support and resources they need to continue their grateful leadership commitments. Are they acknowledging people regularly, on a daily basis? If the person is struggling, then their partner can offer suggestions and provide a new perspective or idea. The goal is to develop the acknowledgement habit so it becomes more natural, so you don't even have to think about it. On the other hand, we want to look at the culture of an organization to influence it in a positive way, growing the gratitude and acknowledgement mindset for the entire organization. This can happen in a number of ways. The best way to bring grateful leadership and the power of acknowledgement into the culture of an organization is to have the company executives embrace these concepts and live them. I don't mean give them lip service, but really living them throughout all of their life. To make an even bigger effect, the executives should build grateful leadership and the power of acknowledgement into the workings of the business. John Mackey, CEO of Whole Foods, gave the commencement address to Bentley College students. Here is part of that speech as found in Judy Umless's book, Grateful Leadership, Using the Power of Acknowledgement to Engage All Your People and Achieve Superior Results. It can be found on page 29. Mr. Mackey said, At Whole Foods, we practice appreciations at the end of all of our meetings, including even our board meetings, voluntarily expressing gratitude and thanks to our coworkers for the thoughtful and helpful things they do for us. It would be hard to overestimate how powerful appreciations have been at Whole Foods as a transformational practice for releasing more love throughout the company. End quote. There, not only has executive management embraced grateful leadership in the power of acknowledgement, but they have built it into the way they do business. It's part of their processes. 
and thus part of their culture. The company believes that gratitude within the organization will reflect out to their customers and others outside the organization. Does this make a difference? Well, when you look at Whole Foods, the bottom line says it all. Amazon purchased Whole Foods in 2017 for $13.4 billion. That's billion with a B. And Amazon kept the same executive team in place, once again reinforcing the fact that the culture at Whole Foods is important to its business. And gratitude and appreciation is a key ingredient to the Whole Foods culture. Before we close out this episode, I would like to relate a story that took place recently. It involves my son, Alex. Alex is 12 years old. When he was 7, he developed a disease that was killing off his bone marrow. The medical course of action to address this required him to go through chemotherapy to kill off his remaining bad bone marrow and then receive a bone marrow transplant. His older sister, Mary, was identified as the bone marrow donor and the date was set. He received his bone marrow transplant in August of 2014. The bone marrow transplant was a huge success. He has had few, if any, complications. And now, over five years later, he has been told that he is basically a normal child. The odds that he will have to concern himself with the most devastating of the complications, graft-versus-host disease, are essentially zero. We are eternally grateful to the team at Children's Hospital of Michigan for his care and continuing concern for his long-term health. But that's not the end of the story. When we go to Children's Hospital of Michigan for his annual checkup, Alex likes to visit the floor where he spent a month in an environmentally controlled room where he is safe from germs, he could heal, and grow his new bone marrow. He enjoys talking to the people that helped him the doctors, nurses, and staff that made his cure possible. We were told that this was very important to these people because it's rare they get to see a patient in great health. If they need to see a patient again, it's usually because they're going through the process again, which is not good. Or it's not possible to see them again because they have succumbed to the disease or its complications. Today, at the suggestion of his mom, he volunteered to go and talk to some of the children that are going through the same treatment he's gone through. The social workers and staff were overjoyed. And we're looking at the process where Alex can help those that struggle with the bone marrow transplant process. He is so grateful that he is willing to do more for those in need. I couldn't be prouder. Yes, even the young understand the power of gratitude and its importance in the world. If you are inspired by stories like this, come out to the Center for Grateful Leadership at www.gratefulleadership.com. Members can browse the multitude of stories, articles, and regular contributions from other members, and even contribute themselves. All you have to do is join. The value of the membership is priceless, and right now, membership is free. I look forward to hearing from you. I'm Jim Trella, and you've been listening to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. Remember to acknowledge someone each and every day.